it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories, but did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Every Tuesday at 8pm Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live every Tuesday, and we'll save you a spot by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Green Room for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello! Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to Campfire Stories with myself, Sabrina, and uh, here in just a moment. As she uh, so often does. There she is. I'm here. Hello. Hello. Welcome. I feel not to toot my own horn, but I feel like that was the fastest I've been getting myself on stage. Is it, <laughs> it not was seamless? It was a a, a a beautiful work of art that we just did today. I still panic and I don't breathe the entire time I'm doing <laughs> it. So for like a good sixty seconds, I'm just holding my breath, like calling you on stage, making the room, making you host, finding myself <laughs> doing that. Like, and, <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm up here by myself and having a mini panic attack because I hate <laughs> when the spotlight is on just me. And this is why I could never do a podcast by myself. No, really, like, I think you could. My therapist asks me about myself every week and I like panic. I turn red. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you want to know about me? And I get nervous. So. <laughs> Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what? Exactly. Well, that is exactly why I love Campfire Stories, because it's not talking about us. It's talking about you guys and your spooky stories. We love doing this every week with uh, all you spooky savants out there. Oh, spooky savants. People. I, however, as I just talk about how I hate talking about myself, this isn't about me. Anyway, I, Corinne and I just, in our most recent podcast episode of Two Girls, One Ghost, we talked about haunted oceans or like things that lurk in the middle of the oceans. Mm-hmm. And so I had like a Google alert set up for haunted oceans, just in case like anything like happened before we recorded that episode. And uh, I just got an alert that is so freaking cool that they just discovered a cursed shipwreck, which sank almost 350 years ago in Lake Michigan. How Lake Michigan? Yeah, it's called the Griffin and it apparently sunk during its maiden voyage in 1679. And apparently right before it took off, there was like a prophet who warned them saying, beware, darkness like a cloud is ready to envelop you. The Christian 
Indian's curse rests on you and your great canoe. She will sink beneath the deep waters and your blood shall stain the hands of those in whom you trusted. And then it sunk. I I guess I just don't know enough about the history of like the Americas prior to what they teach us in school, which is like really only the past few hundred years. So I'm just curious, like what was happening in Lake Michigan? Where were they going? Who were they meeting? What was the norm? How many boats were usually out there? You're asking the wrong <laughs> lady. <laughs> Do we have any historians in the chat? Anyone who can help us? That's so great. Okay, wait. Alicia said the Great Lakes have so many shipwrecks. So I'm very curious about this. Yeah, and apparently there's like a bunch of hauntings. Apparently the whole crew haunts this ship. I'm, I'm kind of just reading that. I mean, I truly just found this alert right before we joined this. So I don't know all the information, but... Apparently, the crew members haunt the area around the shipwreck. It took so long to find it. That is so wild. I need to, like, map out where they could possibly be going in the ship. Like, I just I mean, so there confused. must be. They must know. So I think, okay, just looking at this, it was, it held a bunch of cargo of furs. It probably says in this article where they were going. So were oh, they, like, they going oh, up a river to the... They were Atlantic to, or something? Okay, it says they had hoped to find a route through the lakes to somehow reach the distant shores of Japan and China. Oh, dang. Well, I'm, I was about to be like, good luck, girl. But like, I don't know. Maybe there is one. <laughs> I, realize, <laughs> I really don't know what I'm talking about. Why am I about to give an opinion? Uh, we don't know anything. But That's so wild. How cool. I just love, I think I'm so fascinated by history of ships and like all the ships that have sunk to the bottom of the ocean and just like I know the spirits that are stuck at the bottom of the ocean I'm it it kind of blows my mind but it's also one of the coolest part of so the paranormal to me at least especially all the shipwrecks that are visible too like when you I've been to the Caribbean a few times and there's been there's been islands that I've gone to where I've when you're flying in to land you can literally see shipwrecks in the water oh my gosh so wild Wait, there's a maritime museum in, wait, I'm going to butcher this, Manitowoc. Did I say that right? I don't know. But we need to go here. We need to do all of this stuff and go to all these places. Wait, Alicia said, have you heard of Lake Michigan Triangle? It's similar to the Bermuda Triangle. I don't know if that's a real thing or if she's making a joke, but if it is real. Wait, also, we had a listener tell us about like the Triangle in Alaska, too. There are triangles everywhere. I'm still trying to go to the Bridgewater kidney bean by me. Well, we don't want to lose you. You won't. Tie just... a rope to your waist that's like 300 feet long and attach it to your car. Okay. So that like, which is outside of the Bridgewater Triangle so that if anything happens to you, you can, I don't know, find your way back. Well, you'll find me. There'll be a, a news article. The headline will be like, wild woman found frolicking in Hockamock Swamp amongst the Bigfoot. <laughs> Okay, but what if you like fully disappear and go into like a weird time warp? I'm, I don't oh, know. Possible. I'll Am just have, have the like, aliens beam me up and then shoot me down in front of your house. Be like, can you oh. drop me off at my friend Sabrina's house on your way back oh to gosh. the outer space? Thank you. Who needs teleportation when you have aliens? Right? How far away do you think we are from from time travel? With under the assumption we haven't done away? it yet. Um, I I think. I think, um, I think 2036, you're hearing my prediction now. Okay. That's, um, okay. Didn't we like already send a banana back like a, like micro, micro, micro second of time. I think we're, how do you know that you were, but how do we know that we were able to do that if we can't time travel ourselves to know that it traveled back a microsecond back? I quite literally have no idea. And I had the same exact question when I read that article a few years ago. I was like, how do they know? How do the banana couldn't tell them? How do they know it happened? Especially that small before. I don't know. All right. We, we might just need to resort to like our own astral productions. And I agree. How did we get to talking to this? We were talking about a, a shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not surprised we got here because that's just us. Okay. Well, we're here. Wow. I need to screenshot this chat because there's all these like triangles and spaces that people go missing all the time. I know. I want to, I wish we could save 
the chat, like have a record of it. Like, you know, like in court where they have the records. I just yeah, want, like a little I want scribe. That with chats. Well, I just screenshotted. Eric said the astronaut Gordon Cooper documented tons of shipwrecks from space. And that sounds oh. like something I would like to see. Cool. That could be a whole Instagram account. You know, we've got Zillow gone wild, but what about shipwrecks from space? Who's manning <laughs> that? That's what I want. Sounds like you are TM. That's yours. TM. That's yeah. Ours. Except I'm stealing, I'm stealing someone else's photos. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 no. You're going to go to space now too. Just to get this. No, this is my worst nightmare. Okay, fine. Wait. I'll go to space and then I'll send you, I'll beam you down the photos. It's literally like my dream I had the other day that I told you that I was going to space and I was so panicked and I was like, you can't bring me here. Like this should have been, su- it was supposed to be Sabrina. I'm not supposed to be the astronaut. I was so panicked. And we like, we're avoiding all these skyscrapers and we like made it out to space. And then they had to turn the ship around and draw me off because I was having panic attacks. I feel like you were playing Oculus. It, that's what it felt like. And the whole time <laughs> I was like, why is it me? Why is it not Sabrina? I was so mad. I was like, Unless this is the worst day of my life, but it was a dream dreaming in my shoes hmm. and predicting my future well without the panic attack the case you weren't feeling great about it because i wasn't <laughs> feeling great about it okay well what i am feeling great about is us listening to our listeners tell their ghost stories um so we're gonna start bringing people up on stage to tell us their ghost stories just so everyone knows this week there is no theme so you can tell us whatever you want wherever you want you can join us up on here i will give a little heads up just so everyone knows i'm gonna invite verona and then diana and then Gigi. that's the order right now hopefully they all stay in that order and i remember who i said we're gonna invite you guys up to share your stories let's try to keep them to five minutes at the maximum but of course you know don't let that don't set a timer. We won't set a timer. Right. Just exactly. Tell your story as it's meant to be told. We can't wait to hear them. Uh, we just want to get as many of you up here as possible because there are quite a few of you in the queue and I'm really excited. Okay. Diana Verona. first, you said? Verona. Verona. Hi, Verona. Verona, you're on mute. If you are trying to talk, make sure you uh, unmute yourself. Oh, I got it. I found Hello. it. Perfect. Hi. Hi, how Hi. are you? I'm fine. I'm from Bermuda. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> the little island, you know, the Bermuda Triangle. That's where I'm from. Wow. Whoa. How serendipitous this that you're perfect listening. perfect timing. Yes. Yes. Um, I got two stories, the small, but they're, um, they're just brain, they're stuck in my brain. And sometimes I feel like, are they real? But it's just so like vivid that it's like it cannot be fake, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the first story happened when I was about 12. My parents just bought a house. So I got my first, I got my own room. And how it's situated is um, that my bed was against the wall. And I always sleep with a nightlight. And because I'm always, I'm still, even now, I'm still afraid of the dog. I had to keep the TV one. I didn't like the dog, even now. Us too. And I'm like, I'm 36 years old. I'm like, I still see the night and my husband hates it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one night I was just like, in my, I, um, I've always since young, I can go to sleep. I've always been a night owl. So this night is not the same. Um, you know, I just see my bed reading like one of those chicken soup for the soul books. I don't know if you remember those. They were all the rage in the 90s. <laughs> so I was reading one of them. And um, all of a sudden, I felt like Sandra was staring at me. And I was like, okay, so I, I, my mom and daddy probably woke up and said, why are you reading the book? It's like two hours late at night. So I looked up and I was just a figure in my doorway. And I just stared at it. I was like, okay, what is this thing? And it just stared back at me, had like whitish no. yellow eyes. It's staring no. at me and I stared at back. And I was like... I wasn't scared. I was like curious, like, like, can I help you kind of thing? And it was like tall as my doorframe. And it was real doorframe. So I was like, what is this? And I was just staring back and forth. And I remember what it looks like. It had a hat and a trench coat. I was like, what is this thing? Then, like, in the corner of my eye, I felt like some movement from the other side. And it was like a small little imp looking thing. And I was like, okay, what is this? And I was looking at then the thing, then the the thing to my door moved. I look back, and it's like they're doing like 
I look at this one, this one moved. I oh. looked at this thing, that one moved. I was like, okay, what's happening? All of a sudden, I felt sleepy. No. And I'm like, okay, and I have a tendency of fighting sleep. So I know I wasn't asleep, and I fought. I was like, okay, well, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm falling asleep, and I don't want to fall asleep. And I just woke up in the next day. And I was like, what was oh. that? And it scared me. Whoa. That, you know, okay, the fact that there were two different entities, one, the, it sounds like the hat man, but the yellowish eyes are scary. And that, like, they manipulated you by, like, if you looked at one, the other one moved. And then for them to force you to fall asleep. Yeah. And I never knew what that was because I always watch the paranormal shows to say, like, what was it? And when I downloaded a podcast for the first time, I was looking for paranormal podcasts and shows came up. And the first episode I listened to was about the hat man. I said, okay, Uh-oh. I'm not the first person that knows about it. That's exactly what I was thinking of when you said the trench coat and the hat. I was like, oh, my God, it was Hat Man. Yeah, and I never knew what it was about until I listened to your podcast. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. Because every time I watch a show about paranormal stuff, I never heard of it. And I was like, okay, I must have been imagining it until I listened to you guys. I'm like, okay, so it is something about it. About this person, you know. Has anyone in your family or anyone in your? No, I'm the only one who sees this stupidness, and I don't like it. I'm the only (laughs) one who's seen it. Oh no! Well, especially the fact that it's yeah that you're you have this like drowsiness, and you're basically like yeah. When you're terrified, you should be staying awake. You know, like your whole body should be on high alert. But the fact that it's it's pushing you into this slumber Mm. is so creepy because then you're not like awake to see, you know. What what's gonna happen? And I just didn't know what's gonna happen. I just like try to fight sleep, and I just passed out. And oh I woke God. up the next day for school, and I'm like, "Was this a dream?" But it was just so vivid because I still had the book in my hand. You know? Yeah. Did yeah, you ever but, see the Hat Man again? I never saw it again. No. But I have one more story. It's real short. This happened later in life. I just got married, and I think it's like a year end. And I went to visit my mother-in-law in New Jersey. So um, she has a nice, nice house and she goes to work every morning around six o'clock. So I'm in the house by myself and I'm not venturing out because it's my first time in her in New Jersey and I'm not going to venture out to where she is. She says, you know, yeah, I can go. I'm like, no, I'll just stay in the house and just, you know, stay in the house. So one day she left early in the morning and it's like around, I would say like around 2.33 and she she's not married enough so it's just me she doesn't she didn't have her cat at the time so it's just me and the husband myself it's a two-story so I was just you know where her house is it's two stories upstairs in her room it's like a long hallway it's wooden floor and where my room was the um the board in front of the door squeaks so and it's loud I mean it's just annoyingly loud and um, I always jump over it because it's just so loud. So how it is, how do is then like in the middle of the um, room is, her, is the bed and it's just facing the window and all that. So I was just on my phone playing a game and I was just laying, you know, just laying up playing a game. And I was like, OK, this is, you know, it's nothing else to do. And all of a sudden I couldn't move. And I was like. And I've always, like, I had what well, they call sleep paralysis, but I'm like, I'm, I'm never asleep. So I'm like, okay, why can't I move? But all of a sudden, I heard footsteps moving from, I guess, where the living room was. And I just felt, I just heard it walking Ugh. closer. And it's like heavy boots. And it's like, I can't move. I, my eyes are moving. I'm like, okay, if this is it, Lord, I'm going to die. Like, what's happening? I can't oh. move. I hear footsteps coming towards me. Oh I said, you know what? Maybe it's in my imagination. Maybe I'm, I'm sleeping. So I'm just laying there and I'm like, okay. Then all of a sudden, I hear the squeak where the door frame is off the wooden panel that squeak. Oh, no, that was like, what I was afraid was going to happen. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not a dream. I'm going to die. And I'm like, okay. And it just, I just heard the boats move, move, move. Then all of a sudden, it, I didn't hear nothing. It was quiet. I was like, okay, still going to move. Then all of a sudden, I felt the bed, like, shift. Like, you know, if you're standing, on, standing next to the bed and you put your knees and you sway it, it would move. 
And I'm like, holy crap, this is real. Then all of a sudden in my ear, no, a whistle. It oh. just whistled. And I like broke free of, you know, being paralyzed. And I looked around and there was nothing in the room. I was like, what is this? Oh I couldn't God. go sleep after that. I couldn't go sleep during the day. I couldn't go sleep at night. Cause I'm like, that, that scared me. Even today, like if I hear a, a whistle that I can see somebody whistling, it freaks me out. Cause I'm like, is it coming back for me? I don't know what that was. I'm not her of a whistling thing in broad daylight and it scared me ever since yeah and you were alone what I was alone. The most is like you heard the footsteps all the way up to the door like you heard the plank of the outside the door squeaking yeah. away you described it and then it just jumped from that spot to it like right next to you on the bed so it's like yeah. it, it wasn't being sneaky up until that point no oh no. Wow. It, it, even today, I'm like, I don't want to go do that again because I'm like, at this point, I'm like, you know what, just go ahead and, and possess me, whatever, because I'm too ill for this. I'm going to do too much stuff. At this point, just do what you need to do. I'm just too tired. Do you fight? <laughs> and it's like, you know, you I'm gave like, up so fast. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like after, after you get done, you're like, oh, whatever. It's like, this might be something excitement in my life at this point. <laughs> it might be sad <laughs> I, now. I don't know. <laughs> get it over with yeah wow but yeah I was young and I was like like I'm, I was tired of fighting I was like I was like if you're gonna take me just like no nah. I'm like if this if this is it just go ahead like flip you can take it <laughs> to be honest I think I'm I'm right there with you I think I would do the same thing oh, holy crap that's Wait, so, so scary though house was this and did they uh, ever experience anything no she never had I asked or I asked her I said have you anything paranormal or anything scary not saying no Brenda why would you say that I say it must be just me that um because even in my old my parents house nobody else um felt anything Panera is only me and the whole house, just me who experiences all this stuff who oh. sees stuff I'm like maybe you know I'm connected to something higher or you know I can see stuff no I don't <laughs> I just experience stuff you know and I asked my sister. She said, no. She's like, you're the only weirdo in the family. So I guess so. You know, but yeah, those are my two stories. And it's always wow. just there. You know, it, 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 it scares me because like, I don't know what the wrestling one scares me the most because it's like taunting me. Like the half man, I yeah. didn't be thought I was more curious. Like, what, what do you want? Can I help you, sir? Right. But the wrestling guy, dude, I'm like, okay, you know, what was what, happening there? And the whistle, uh, the whistle just got me. Oh. Like, it turned around and nothing was there. It's like, crap. And yeah. I, like, I'm like, nobody else is in the house. I'm like, it would have been so, if I turned around, I would have saw somebody run down the hallway or something like that. It was nothing. Right. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. And it wasn't like a long pause where it whistled. I turned around. I ripped around. Yeah. And there was nothing there. So I'm like, oh. I, I just don't know haunting you and the fact that it stuck with you and, and you now continue anytime you hear that sound to like yeah because i back to that moment yeah yeah because yeah, i was in bermuda and i was sleeping and i just woke up hearing all these whistling i'm like somebody's whistling and i was making up my house and i was like you hear that somebody's whistling also i can't nobody's also it's like it's probably cast like cast that make that noise it's a whistle it's intelligent it's just looking at me like okay for go back to bed <laughs> Well, well, I am glad that nothing has happened since then with those two. No, it hasn't. Um, I just had like little slips and slips like um the other like like two years ago when the pandemic happened, I was sleeping in my bed and I felt like somebody behind me, my husband went to go to the gym. And I heard like I see I heard him outside the window going to the car and there was something behind me. And it like, I felt the arm ar around me and I felt another body part behind my back. What? I'm like, am I going to get, you know, in my sleep? I'm in, in bed. I'm like, and I couldn't move either. So I'm like, again, I was like, come on, man. Not today. I'm too tired for this. <laughs> oh my God. And yeah. They, you've had so many experiences. Yeah, I mean, Bermuda itself is is yeah super but my husband came back in the room so it went away like the thing went away when my husband came in the back room because he forgot something and i woke up like honey guess what just happened it's like 
was going on. I was like, you don't care at all, do you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Wow. Everything's happening to you. And wow. I mean, not to wish paranormal activity on other people who don't want to experience it, but like, you know, part of me is like, Oh, wouldn't it be nice if you had someone else in your family who are like friends to, to yeah. kind of commiserate on, on you have, you have us, you have, you us. have us. Exactly. Yes. You have us. And I listen to you guys all the time. So I'm like, at least I'm not the only one who's getting attacked or <laughs> exactly. and I didn't tell you why it just happens. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us, Verona. Thank you for be letting me be on here. I'm so, I'm just so excited. And I had to get a VPN to download the app because in Bermuda we couldn't get it. So I had to get a VPN to just download it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. wow. Yeah. Thank you for that commitment. Wow. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just as a, a, a fun fact for everyone, Spotify Greenroom just came out with a computer browser link. So I posted, I post that on our Instagram story every mm-hmm. week. You can join directly from uh, your computer. Yeah. The you desktop have to use the app. Yeah. Yeah. Also in the chat, as Verona was talking about her experiences, I am shocked at how many people also have experienced the hat man. So many uh, people were like, yes. Oh yeah, I saw the hat man. Oh yeah. Me and my sister saw the hat man. It's wild. I do not like it. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Have I? I can't remember. There's so many things that have happened. But when Verona was talking about the whistling, it reminded me of, so my parents went on their honeymoon to Bermuda. And this is not related at all. But I was thinking like, oh, maybe they brought back a a ghost from Bermuda with them because the first house they lived in together, they had a whistling ghost. And when they moved from that house, which I was alive, I was like three when we moved from that house to another house, the whistling ghost followed them. So he came along for the journey. So he lived in two houses with them. Wow. But then he decided to stay in New Hampshire when they moved to Vermont. He was like, no, I'm a New Hampshire ghost. I only live in New Hampshire houses. Found their new home. What I like about that is that this ghost is like friendly and it didn't give anyone bad feelings. Whereas Verona's Mm -hmm. whistling ghost definitely left like a bad impression. Yeah. Part of me is like, did, did Verona just pass out that one night from fear? Was her body like, I can't handle this. I can't deal with, deal with this right now. I'm going to battle you and make you fall asleep. <laughs> or was it the spirits like up to no good trying to, I don't know. I'm trying mean, to get her into from, this other space. From what she was saying, it sounded like she was trying so hard to fight the sleepiness, but like, yeah. It's kind of like when you take NyQuil when you're sick and you're like, oh, wait, I still want to read this book or watch this movie, but you just fall asleep. You just, yeah, it's me with melatonin. It feels I like there's can't talk for like three hours the next day. <laughs> All right. Well, Diana, I'm going to bring you up. And then again, Gigi will be after that. And then in the third spot will be Joseph. Amazing. Also, sorry if anyone can hear my gulping. I'm like really trying to take down this tea. And I realized my swallowing was really loud. So if you heard that, it wasn't an EVP. It was me and gross mouth noises. Okay. That's also a good note to us when we're editing. So that we Yeah. Can... So that we're not like, holy crap. Yeah. It was this gargling ghost in the <laughs> background. Hi, Diana. Hi. Hello. Hi. This is very crazy and very exciting. Thank you for bringing me up. Well, thanks for volunteering. I mean, this is what we're here for. We're here to hear your ghost stories. So this is so great. (laughs) Okay. So I have a very scary haunted house one. And then I have like a little short heartwarming one. Um, So this house, before I lived in this house, and I was kind of surprised that I didn't pick up on the fact that there was a ghost there because I've had experiences my whole life. um, And usually can tell what's going on. Like the house I lived in directly before this one, actually um, Amy from the dead files, a couple years after I moved out, <laughs> confirmed like what was going on in the house. My friends were like, Oh my God, put it on the TV. No, there way. no <laughs> what? Wait, there's an episode. Can we watch it? How do we yeah, find it? It's from the first season. I'll find it and I'll let you know. It's the first season. Okay, I think okay. fourth episode, but it was actually two houses down um, my roommates got really mad because they were like, 
I thought you said this house wasn't haunted. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's not haunted. It's like, I didn't, at that time, I didn't have the word for it, but there was like a portal that was open. I was oh. like, ghosts are just passing through here and they don't notice us and they are not attached to the house or the land. So technically the house isn't haunted. And then when Amy did her show at my neighbor's house, two doors down, she's like, there's the biggest portal I've ever seen oh. in the backyard. And this is kind of dangerous. And then at the end of the show, it said, whatever the homeowner's name was, decided not to do anything about this and will not contact us again or something like that. And um, anyway, that wasn't really the story I was going to tell. Okay, well, that's an incredible tidbit that you now gave us that I am now know what I'm going to watch tonight. Yeah, added context. Love it. Yes. So this one, I was surprised. I didn't pick anything up. But we moved into this house and it was in an older part of town. And um, things kind of started happening little things here and there like one time like a doorknob like completely turned in my hand and this was in 2006 and so I can't remember all of the details but it was just things kind of building up you know like things would move constantly hearing a voice constantly hearing a woman cry um doors popping open and then it just kind of started to kind of the pieces started to fall together like I was outside gardening one day and I I um I dug up a, like a dog skeleton and I was like, oh my God, oh. someone's family pet. I feel so bad. So I moved to another spot and then I just keep uncovering dog skeletons. Oh, oh my God. Different oh. breeds and species and not species, but you know, different types of dogs. And so I asked oh the next door neighbor, I was like, oh, am I paranoid? This seems like super weird. And she's like, that guy who lived there was really scary really mean. We could just hear him constantly um, being violent. And then he just up and moved away in the middle of the night one night or day up and moved away. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, it was extremely sad and scary. And then, um, so then a little while after that, we was banging on our door at like 11 o'clock at night. And it was, (laughs) This sounds fake, but it was these two bounty hunters looking for this guy. And I'm like, okay, well, that's extra creepy. But the whole time, like the haunted house stuff kept happening. And um, one of the craziest things, and this would happen, you could almost, I mean, you could like literally kind of do it as a party trick. You could, there, we had a, an old antenna on the roof of the house. And so we got a whole bunch of like free channels. And in those free channels, there were like two religious channels. And so you could turn into a religious channel. And as soon as somebody on the channel said God or Jesus, every single alarm in the house would go off. Oh. <laughs> so like I'm unwell. Yeah. I mean so, like think about everything that has an alarm that you have like, your microwave, your oven. Yeah your phone, your carbon monoxide detector, fire alarms, like anything that had an alarm. This is like the the same level of when people talk about like demonic presences in their homes, moving crosses like upside down or like throwing crosses across the wall. I feel like this is on the exact same level of like but intimidation that, tactic. Well, that but, is like moving one thing where like this is like setting off multiple different devices all throughout your house. True. Like, that's such an outburst of energy. Yeah. And that's kind of more what it was, was like outburst of, of energy. And um, it didn't feel evil. Like I've felt demonic one of the houses we looked at before moving into there, I went to the basement and there was a presence down there. And I like clawed my way up the stairs, like got out of the house and was like hyperventilating. Like they, this house didn't feel evil at all. And then it kind of, it's sad. And like, whenever I tell this story, people kind of get like mad at me that I didn't do something about this, but like, I didn't know what to do. Um, I was like yeah. my last year of college um, because then, okay, so then I was, bartending and so I'd come home from work and it was uh, maybe like one in the morning and someone was parked in my normal parking spot like in front of the front door so I parked the driveway is like completely on the other end of the house I park in the driveway and I'm walking across the yard and then I hear the car doors open and I'm like oh my god am I about to get robbed and so I turn around and um my ex-husband was actually with me at the time so we're both standing there 
And um, this lady and this man get out and the lady just starts immediately sobbing. And she's like, hi, I'm not trying to scare you. We've just been waiting all day for someone to come home. This is the last known address of my daughter. We're from this like small town, like four hours away. We've been trying to find her. We can't oh, find her. Oh, and that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And that's, I think why people get upset with me. I mean, what am I supposed to say? Like, oh, also our house is totally haunted, but your daughter got murdered. Like, what am I supposed to, you know, say to that? Yeah. She was very, very upset. It was just like, I'm so, I just, we rented this house. We don't know who lived here before, you know, and they just, <sighs> I guess, you know, went then drove back home, but it was really, really upsetting. And um, I went like one time uh, the radio turned on, we were watching TV, the radio across the room turns on and it had a dial, you know, to find a radio station, yeah. searches around, finds a country music station and then turns itself like all the way up. And so that was very interesting. What was it playing? <laughs> like country um, music? Country music, yeah. Wow. And she was, if, if it was that girl, she was from a really, really, really small rural town that has, still has a lot of farm and ranch activity going on. Um, one time there was a bunch of like banging on the wall constantly. And I was like, fine, fine, have the house. I'm leaving. So I went to go change my clothes and I opened the closet and, you know, you like pull your shirts apart to find the shirt you want to wear. And there were <laughs> dozens and dozens of spiders <gasps> falling all through all my clothes. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> yeah. Stop. So like, Fine, you can have it. And so I just like slammed the door and like left the house and had my keys in my phone and was like, I guess I'll come back later when they're not in the mood. Oh, um, Oh, I'm gonna. I like feel the spiders on me I'm right crying. now. I'm crying. Tears, tears in my eyes. This is. So one time I was asleep. Well, you know when you're about to, you're like taking a nap and you're kind of half in and out, and I start hearing yeah. these footsteps, and they're like slapping on the floor, and I'm like laying there thinking, "Hey, I know my husband's not home," and then I realize like they sound wet. I was like slapping wet footsteps, and um. One time I took a picture of the dogs and this goblin thing was over the top of the dogs. And I wish I still had that old phone and that camera because I don't have it anymore. But the last straw after all of this stuff was I went down in the basement to get something. And the entire basement, I can't really, I have a hard time explaining this. The basement had flooded and there was a water line up to like six inches. Like, so all of our stuff had been ruined. All my photography stuff, all my negatives, all my prints, like all the stuff we were storing downstairs had been completely ruined by water, but there was no like evidence of water. It's really hard to explain. Like we had inspectors come out. We had the contractors come out. The homeowner sent people out because this was a rental. And, um, could not tell where this water came from. And so um, I was just like, I've had enough. I can't deal with this anymore. So we told the landlady that, you know, sorry, we were moving out. And then when we were moving, we found that the water seemed to have come from the bathtub. But I don't understand how it could have a, a full basement, three rooms filled the whole basement with six inches of water. And then have zero trace of water after that. So I'm, this is really, really sad to say, but I am, I do wonder if, well, this is two part. One, if the guy who lived there before did in fact hurt that daughter, that couple's daughter, like, did he, did she drown in the tub? Did he drown her? And like, so she's, you know, using water as her way of haunting? I honestly, honestly really genuinely think that I I feel like that's a very real possibility I don't want to like accuse somebody of murder or something but like the energy was so chaotic and the parents showing up and the water situation and water was like a constant um thing and I I don't know it was just really kind of so much that happened at that house too. And I can't even remember, like, I feel like that's like a 10th of what happened, but, um, I'm also really concerned about the dogs. I know. I know. I know. Did you ever, did you, okay. You said that a bounty hunter was looking for that guy too. Do you know what he was searching for the guy for? 
No. One time a big packet came like from the court system and I was really tempted to like <laughs> go through it and see what he's being charged with. <laughs> Just but, a little bit um, of mail fraud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we and, won't uh, tell. <laughs> you thought it was your mail. Right. I wouldn't realize I until, you, already, until you opened it up and you started reading it and you're like, oops. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the good was. I don't know. The whole thing was just really wow. crazy. And the crying mom, I just, I like literally, I think about her still. I mean, this was 2006 and I think about her still probably like once a week or once a month. Like it was just, it was intense. Oh my gosh. Okay. Diana, Alicia in the chat, look at this when you have a second, said that she does historical research for commercial properties for work and for personal homes in my spare time. If you're interested and comfortable, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Insta and I could do some research into your old home. Okay. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And then you guys have to loop us in. (laughs) For sure. I'm invested now. Yeah. it's, It's a pretty intense story and it's kind of hard to tell in writing. Okay. And then... I have a heartwarming story, which is, I will try not to cry, but it's a super short story. Okay. So, okay. Um, in 2018, uh, in April, my mom died from an aneurysm. And so it was just really sudden. She was totally healthy, totally unexpected. Um, she did not believe in the paranormal like me and my dad do. And so I wasn't ever really expecting like a visitation from her. Um, but in December of that same year, um, and you guys, I hear you guys talk about visitation dreams. You know, they're like very different from regular dreams. And so I'm in a, and I can't remember which station, in a train station in London that I've been to in real life. And people are bustling. This is the dream. People are bustling. Um, and then I look and like three people deep is my mom. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, hey. I need to talk to you. And she looks at me and she has this huge, big smile. And she says, don't worry, I've got this. And I was like, you've got what? No, I need to talk to you. She gave me another big smile and said, don't worry, I've got this. And I'm like, talk to me. And I got so frustrated. And then she just kept going. And a couple hours later, um, ugh, I'm not going to try to cry. Oh. A couple hours later, I found out that at that very moment, my friend was actively dying. And so, and my mom really liked this friend and they're actually buried across from each other. But um, she had cancer, but she wasn't at the point of having cancer where it was like hospice or anything. She just went to the hospital um, because her kids had brought home a stomach bug from school and they wanted to give her fluids. And so at that exact moment I was having that dream, my friend was dying. And so I just really think that my mom was going to take her with her, you know, I don't know, but wow. Those are mine too. Oh my gosh, Diana, I'm so sorry sorry that one, you had to deal with those losses, but I mean, wow. That, I mean, I 100% believe that your mom was telling you that she had your friend and she would help her on the other side. And it's like, that's also not the first time we've heard of visitations with past loved ones in train station like places yes yeah it almost feels like it's like a train to the other side like it's like double meaning you know right like people are going back and forth and they're yeah because they're they've got places to go and it's yeah it's mm, but yeah wow oh my gosh oh yeah these are I mean my goodness that's yeah it's I feel yeah I'm so sorry you had to deal with two losses, you know, a good friend and your mother, but, but yeah, no doubt in my mind, that was, that was her sign of, of being with you and extending support to you while simultaneously finding your friend and helping her with that transition. Yeah. So anyway, love you guys and love what you do. And thanks for liking my friend on, on, you like liked her Instagram and (laughs) like, uh, check out this podcast. They only have like two episodes, but they liked me. And so we oh. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Our social media endeavors worked. It worked. Yeah. We were, we were social media creeps for a while. We yeah. were. 
yeah, yeah exactly that's how you got us like our whole was <laughs> from that one little oh little my gosh follow. I'm so I love that <laughs> <laughs> thank you anyway thanks so much thank you Diana wow I'm Ooh. I am at a loss for words emotions I have had like chills running up and down my body since the beginning of Diana's story. I know I have a knot in my stomach. I feel like that was very anxiety inducing in a lot of ways. Yeah. But there's just so oh much mystery. It's like so much murder meets paranormal meets what the hell happened to those dogs and who's the bounty hunter? Oh, and, and why then, did they show up there? And then the parents and the, like, oh and then casually, God. casually slipping in the fact that she experienced a demon entity in a basement of a different house. Like that's multiple Dripping houses. Water. Yeah. Yeah. Spiders crawling through the closet. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Wow. I don't Diana, think I breathed that whole time. I am I am stepping down from this podcast and giving my spot to Diana because Oh my god. Yeah. Dude, me too. Okay, fine. It's just Diana. It's, it's one girl it's one Diana ghost. alone. Kathy one girl hundred like, ghosts. Kathy was like, did anyone just gasp? And I was like, I think it was probably it's probably me. Like, I think I took a deep <laughs> breath because I like, like could not, wasn't breathing for half oh of that. My God. Like, oh my God. On the edge of my seat. Wow. Wow. The Diana Go show. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring up Gigi. And then again, uh, Joseph is after that. Amazing. Oh, I feel like I'm reading off like a baseball lineup. I know. I feel like we need to just do like a little breathing exercise. Like everyone drop your shoulders two inches while Gigi joins us on stage. Hello, Hello Gigi. Gigi. Hey guys. My hands are clammy from that story. That was <laughs> crazy. Oh my I God. know. What a roller coaster. <laughs> that was insane. Okay. So um, I have like three little stories about like my job. So awesome. I am, I'm a um, dancer, uh, wink, wink, you know, that kind of dancer. Yeah, um, you're, and, uh, you're an accountant. Yes, I'm an accountant. And <laughs> um, I work in Vancouver in Canada. And the clubs I work at have been open since like 1947. And they are oh. all haunted. <gasps> and so the first one is called the penthouse. And I guess one of the owners was murdered. Like people have like committed suicide there back in the day. Like it was, it's a crazy spot. Like it's soup, a lot of activity. And, um, so like when you're about to go on stage, you can see backstage and it always feels like there's someone standing there, like with their arms crossed, just like judging. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. It's super creepy. So one day I got to work and I was the first girl there. So I was going up, we have these carpet stairs. We have to go up to get to the change room. And all of a sudden, I heard, like, a blood-curdling scream <gasps> right beside me. And I was like, this is weird. I was like, I know this place is haunted. I was like, you guys need to calm down a little bit. But, like, it was it was weird. It was scary. So I was talking to um, the owner later that night, and I told him about the scream. And he was like, where'd you hear it? And I told him I heard it on the stairs. And he was like, yeah, um, a girl, like, killed herself on the stairs in the 80s and she screams there like a lot of people hear her scream oh that's horrible the scream is like so interesting though like yeah super makes me wonder if there was foul play exactly that's what I was thinking too because like there was like the murder and stuff so that was probably foul play but yeah there's a lot of creepy things that happen there like doors slamming and just was Ugh. it still a club in the 80s? Was it the same sort of business? Yeah, yeah. It was like a burlesque type of thing back in the day. Hmm. So, um, yeah, no, super creepy. And then the second club I work at, my mom actually used to work there. And then I think it's been open since like the 70s too, or like around mm-hmm. the 70s. Um, and it was ju- this one's just a little short one. I was walking to the change room. Sorry, my cat just like started attacking me randomly. Violet, get down. Hi, kitty. <laughs> She's like, don't tell the story. It's too scary. <laughs> like, no. I can't hear it again, mom. <laughs> um, But yeah, I was walking into the change room and there are stairs that go upstairs. 
and I saw a shadow person and it was sitting like, you know how like Spider-Man kind of sits like mm-hmm. with its hands oh, and the, in yeah. his feet. it was so literally like, crouched. Yeah. I walked by oh. and I like looked at it. I was like, oh, okay. No, no, no. Keep walking. <laughs> it was yeah, and then um, we had this um, guy that worked there, and he was amazing, and he unfortunately passed away during all the, like, lockdowns and everything. And one of the dancers said he, like, came to her in a dream and was like, don't worry about me, guys. Like, I'm fine. I'm still just, like, hanging around. And, like, Aww. a lot of people have, like, reported seeing him. So That's so yeah. sweet. It's, that's super sweet. So, Yeah. Um, wow. It's eventful down here or up here. It I sounds guess. like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I have like a really sad story, but I'll save it for another day. We'll, we'll try and not cry. Well, you can, <laughs> now I want to know. I mean, yeah, you can save it. You don't have to share it now if you don't want yeah, to. I'll, I'll save it. We got to get okay. other people up here. But okay, thanks well, for letting thank me you. on again. It was nice talking thank to you. Thank you. Thank right, you so yeah. much. Man, Gigi's got like the scariest job location ever. Like all three places. Yeah, all three places. I'm, yeah. I'm also not surprised though, because a lot of those places have so much history and like. And there's a lot of people going in and out too. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people spending time there. I, I, I am curious too. And maybe Gigi can let us know in the chat now that she's, she's not on stage. I mean, obviously plenty of, of her work nights end very late and Mm -hmm. so she's leaving work probably like 2 a.m 3 a.m whatever and my assumption is that a lot of the people a lot of the employees are are there after like patrons are leaving or like they spend a lot of time alone or in one-on-one situations and Leia's like let me in Um, (laughs) but I'm I'm just curious if if when they're you know finishing out their shift being alone there yeah like what are the vibes what have people seen Ah! is that guy still staring at them in that one club from up top it's so Ah. creepy the shadow crouching man is maybe the most unsettling to me I absolutely hate that because I don't believe that that figures like that 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 spirits that present themselves in that way I don't feel like they're human I immediately go to something demonic yeah (sighs) <sighs> okay <laughs> oh my god uh, okay so i'm gonna bring up joseph and then can someone in the chat after joseph tell me if you have a funny story and i'll that we can end on so that we all end in a little bit higher spirits and less scared spirits okay that's a good idea yeah <laughs> maddie is being funny in the chat so i'm bringing maddie up because okay amazing hi maddie hi maddie I love all of all of the cheer everyone gives each other. Like everybody hypes people up. They're like, great job, Joseph. You got this, Maddie. This is so great. I love it. Oh, I'm sorry. I was saying, hey, and I was on mute. But <laughs> it's the classic tale, you know? We'll never quite get it right. Time. It's my first time on Green Room. So I'm oh, really? welcome. Well, thank yes. you for being here. Yes. You're thank so you brave. For- Thank you for what you guys do. I've been listening for like two years now. And you also inspired me to go to the Stanley Hotel. That's my profile pic, Sabrina. So. Oh, my gosh. Did yes. you experience anything? No. Sadly, our tour guide was like a little less than average. And he was like really nervous. So proud of him. Aww. But no, we didn't see anything. Oh, <laughs> did you stay or did you just do a tour? We just did a tour. So fun. I I stayed in like the a building that was not the main building. So now I need to go back and stay in the main building. Yeah, definitely. I went during the Christmas time, so it was pretty. Oh, how pleased. pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I have a two-parter. I, I, it'll be short, but I made a funny comment in the comments that I felt like I needed to share. But I said <laughs> I saw um, a ghost getting in the fridge. So, what? Yeah. So long story short, whenever I was starting to realize that I could connect uh, with the other side and like pick up and talk to people... I didn't really know. And I was like 14 at a friend's house and they all left and I was just like cleaning and they had these two like barky Pomeranians and they were like barking at something and looking at the fridge, like in the kitchen, but I couldn't see the kitchen from where I was at. And like some stuff, some questionable, some like sus stuff had been happening around her house. And I told her about it and she just kind of giggled. Like she knew something was there. 
But I turned the corner and in the fridge, it's like one of the fridges you open like French doors in the fridge. It was like this old man, like white hair, like just chill, just looking for something to eat. And my jaw like dropped and the dogs are looking at me like, yeah, yeah. You see that? Like, I know you see that. And I'm like, Oh my God. I was just like in shock. And then the guy like looked at me and then he just vanished and the door stayed open. And I was like, Oh heck no. Oh my gosh. He was hungry. Yeah. But I was like, this is crazy. And so I, I found out later that, um, a grandfather and his granddaughter died in a fire there and they like still are there. So later there was like more things. Yeah. But I was just like, Oh my goodness. That's so creepy. And that's like a very, like, it it almost feels like you guys, you made eye contact with him. Like it was a very interactive experience. It wasn't residual. It was like, oh, I'm acknowledging you're here as well. Yes. Yeah, it was weird. And then I have one other story. It's pretty short, but it's like super happy. And I think you guys should hear it. (laughs) Great. Love it. (laughs) So my brother passed in 2008. And after he passed, which is all good, he's awesome. But we like, I got super like, other side obsessed. And so I immediately like started doing stuff. Like I remember being in like middle school and doing a project over all these books I read about, about like what heaven looked like. And my teacher like looked at me and was like, you need to go to the office. And I was like, what? And so I've always had this weird obsession. So after he passed for a year, he visited me every night in my dreams. And it was like, I knew he was gone, but like, he was like, comforting me I guess because I wasn't like ready to like be okay with it and so I was like okay that's cool so after a year he stopped being my dreams but then I started like basically learning how to connect with people on the other side via my dreams and I've done like a lot of uh like dream work and done like I've done like I have dreams where I'll like go to school with like other people who are spiritual and like we'll be like learning stuff or like banishing stuff um and then a lot of like teaming up with people in the astral plane literally yes I can like lose a dream and I have had many crazy dreams like wild but I will have to send them to you in an email but you I'll have to yes all this to say is sometimes people who are trying to get to the other side um at the beginning of my craft you could say I was like nervous because they would like show up in my dreams at my door my bedroom like almost like I was like awake but like not in my body you know and um, it would, like, freak me out. And so I'd always call my brother, and I would, like, please tell them, like, not right now. Like, I just want, like, a full eight hours of sleep without, like, having to help people. And so, like, every time he comes, and sometimes he shows up, most of the time it's, like, a black figure, but it's not, like, scary. It's just, like, hmm. the people on the other side have a hard time, like, making a human, like, it's, it's it takes a lot of energy for them when they cross over, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? So, but all that to say, he's like my protector in this like little side hustle slash helping people that I do. And today's his birthday, his heavenly birthday. So oh, oh. Wow. Well, happy birthday to him. He's he's literally like your bodyguard. And he's I love with it. you right now. Yes, for sure. I did like a little card reading for him this morning and like lit a candle and like did my own ofrenda. So it's a great day. I can't believe I got called up, but I'm sure he's like laughing oh. at me like you love this right oh, now. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I love that. And I mean, how cool. I can't wait to hear more about what you can do in the astral plane and in this school that you astral project to. And I, I just like, I'm so fascinated. How did, I mean, I guess, did you meditate a lot in order to like find that ability? No, actually, like that's the biggest thing I'm trying to work on right now with my guides. Like they constantly are telling me to meditate, like just to like sit in silence. But mm-hmm. I've seen so much and I've experienced so much that like sitting in like a dark room in silence is not happening for me. Like I'm <laughs> like a podcast, you guys or something, which oddly doesn't freak me out. But no, honestly, I think I just became like so um, like committed to figuring out how to connect with my brother that it taught me like to just love people and accept people and learn from them. And so I just became really open to all things and not really fearful because I know like I have good intentions and I set, you know, boundaries. And so, you know, wow. (laughs) Wow. I want to be you. (laughs) (laughs) 
would love to be y'all's friends. I follow both of you guys on social media. I'm like, oh, could we all just go to New Orleans? What after oh, the that sounds fun. Can we all just like do like a one big two girls, one ghost meet up in New Orleans, like post pandemic? I love it. Oh my god. I love yes. it. Although I should warn you, Maddie, when Corinne said I want to be you, she we because we FaceTime on my computer. So she looked at me into the screen with these like big <laughs> wide eyes, like almost like she wanted to have your skin on her. So <laughs> I'm not trying to be creepy, but like literally you're living the thing that I've always said I wanted to be good at and, and to do like Sabrina just does it naturally. I've okay, written books on astral projecting, but like, I just literally have no idea where to start. So the fact that yeah. you started and are now like literally taking classes and like banishing bad spirits and like helping others, it. you're literally, have you seen the movie soul? that Pixar movie. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. You honestly, if you're into the metaphysical world, then you know that a lot of the things they do is literal real life. They just make a Disney version of it. I wonder if someone who worked on that project does exactly that, like exactly what you've experienced and, and what's portrayed in that movie. And that's how they got those sort of ideas. That would be really cool. Just saying. Maddie, you should work for Disney, right? The next soul. Soul two. (laughs) I, I should. I should. I love it. Well, thank you guys for having me on. I can't wait to come back to do this again. Thank you. Thank you. And happy birthday to your brother. Thank you. Happy heavenly birthday. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you. Wow. Okay. This was the motivation I needed to be to be better at like meditating and figuring out how to be in tune Same. with this side because I want nothing more than to team up with Maddie and her friends in the astral plane. This is a journey we're on together. Yeah. Wait, how fun. Let's, let's, we have to come up with a name for our bad ghost banishing team. Leia can join us. Clearly wants in. Freaking count me in too, guys. As long as there's food, she's in. Leia's probably already in it. We just don't know. (laughs) We don't speak cat, but she's there. Wow. Oh my gosh. Truly every week I'm like, that was the best green room episode ever. I know. (laughs) Every week I'm just, just so obsessed with these nights and these stories and all of you. And I'm just, yeah, this is the best thing ever. I just can't believe. Same that we get to do this every week with you. It's literally so fun. fun. Like everyone makes it so great. I love reading the chat. I love everybody who comes up. Like I literally just, as soon as we leave, I'm, I'm so excited. I like have this vibration about me for hours and I don't sleep. And then the next day I wake up and I'm like, all right, well, I just am counting down until Tuesday (laughs) because I love doing this. It's so fun. Okay. So everyone come back next week and share your stories with us. If you don't feel comfortable sharing your stories on Green Room, you can email them to us at twogirlsonegoespodcast at gmail.com and we will incorporate them into future podcast episodes. Tell your friends to listen, rate and review us on iTunes. Join us on Green Room every week. We just love doing this and hope to see you guys back here next week. Amazing. And uh Follow us on Instagram too. And to TikTok. Remind, and TikTok. <laughs> but we also do post every Tuesday just to remind people yes. when the Green Room's happening. Um, you can listen on your desktop and you can also on the Green Room app just go into, into the schedule, the calendar on the side, and say notify me so that yes. you get a notification on your phone that it's when, happening. When so we're you starting. You don't forget. Yes. Oh, all right, everyone. We'll miss I'm sad you. to go. I know. We'll see you next week. I guess hear you next week. Miss you all. (laughs) Hear you later. (laughs) Hear hear you later. Oh my gosh. All right. We will see you you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night, hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will see you there.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.